You are listening to the Aromatic Wisdom Podcast, episode 48. I've been getting some requests from you, my listeners lately, about having more episodes that relate to hydrosols. So today is going to be all about tea tree hydrosol. I'm going to share some of the therapeutic properties, the benefits, and give you some really easy and practical ways that you can begin to incorporate tea tree hydrosol into your life. You're listening to the Aromatic Wisdom Podcast with your host, Liz Fulcher. If you're interested in learning about essential oils, hearing interviews with industry experts, and discovering ways to grow your own aromatherapy business, this is the podcast for you. For more information and show notes, visit the website at aromaticwisdominstitute.com. Now sit back, relax, take a deep breath, and enjoy as Liz shares a dose of aromatic wisdom. Hi, friends. It's Liz here, and thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Aromatic Wisdom Podcast. As you just heard in the intro, today's episode, I'm featuring tea tree hydrosol. I have two earlier episodes where I talk more in depth of what is a hydrosol and how can you buy a good one, and those are episode 15 and 44. I will put the links to those in the show notes. But for those of you who are maybe just tuning in for the first time or have never heard of a hydrosol, in a nutshell, it is a product that is created when a plant, in this case, the Melaleuca alternifolia, the tea tree leaves are distilled. And through the distillation process, two products are created. One is essential oil, and the other is the water portion of the distillate called hydrosol. Hydrosols are so wonderful to have in your aromatherapy kit because they're safe. Safe, safe, safe. You can use them with children, with animals, with infants, with old people, with sick people. You can use them on open wounds. You can drink them. You can use them all day. And therapeutically, in particular for a topical issue, like a wound or scrape or scratch or hives or anything where the skin is compromised, I'll usually address the issue with a hydrosol first. And then if I need to get out a bigger gun, then I go with my essential oils. It's a more sustainable way to use an aromatic. And it's actually a safer way because you don't get sensitization with the hydrosols like you do with the essential oils. Sensitization is where you actually start to build up a you get kind of an intolerance to an oil and you get skin problems. I'll put a link to my podcast about that in the show notes as well. All right, let us just dive right into the amazing, versatile tea tree hydrosol. The hydrosol and the essential oil share a lot of the same therapeutic properties, with the hydrosol being a safer version. Tea tree hydrosol is disinfectant and antibacterial. So in terms of a disinfectant, it makes a tremendous base for any of your natural cleaning products where you might be using water. Instead, use tea tree hydrosol. So for example, if you're making a counter spray, either with or without essential oils, use tea tree hydrosol as a base. You can also use it by itself as a counter spray. Or I'll tell you, recently I just used it in my massage room. The carpeting in my room, I, after I vacuumed it, I just kind of sprayed the whole thing with tea tree hydrosol. And of course, I let it dry. Did that the day before any clients came in. 
And then, of course, I used it to wipe down my massage table and the all the surfaces of my massage room. Like the essential oil, tea tree hydrosol has terrific antibacterial properties. So that's great for cleaning topical wounds, making a spray for acne, bug bites, stings, infections. We are big campers in my family, and we always have tea tree hydrosol and tea tree essential oil with us when we are outside playing in the woods. Another area where I've had some terrific results with tea tree hydrosol is using the hydrosol and clay mixed together in kind of a paste and put that on poison ivy. It's remarkable how quickly it has dried out and healed using just those two ingredients. This is also a safe hydrosol to use as a disinfecting on topical wounds for your animals. So if your little cats come in outside after maybe they've had a little fight, or your dog has a wound, or even after surgery, you can use it safely on your pets to help heal their wounds and prevent infections. Please do not use tea tree essential oil on your pets. Tea tree hydrosol's antifungal gives it so many applications. So for example, if your baby has diaper rash, you can use it for making a little uh, pat, pat, pat on the baby's bum. You can use it for candida, for toenail fungus, any skin fungal issues. That's nice if you make it with lemongrass essential oil, as long as you have a dispersant in there like aloe vera gel to keep it all mixed together. In fact, anytime you're using hydrosol for the skin and you're adding essential oils, you need a dispersant in there to make it safe for the skin. This hydrosol is also superb as an astringent for the skin. It tones, it tightens the skin, it helps to reduce the appearance of large pores. In fact, anyone with oily skin really needs this hydrosol in their life as a face spray to help reduce excess oil. And it's really a friend of teens who have breakouts because not only does it help reduce that excess oil, it's antibacterial, so it'll help heal the breakouts, which are wounds, basically little tiny wounds on the face. And the last property that I'm going to talk about today is anti-inflammatory. Another great reason to use this for anything topical that's a wound, anytime the skin is broken, uh, even if you have hives, if you have a, an infection that starts to get hot, Use a hydrosol tea tree compress, sit it on the area. It's healing, it's cooling, it's anti-inflammatory. So I want to talk a second about how to use tea tree hydrosol. One of the questions I am most frequently asked by my students, by anyone who learns that I use a lot of hydrosols or that I am very familiar with hydrosols. They always ask me, Liz, how can I use my hydrosols other than a refreshing face mist? Now, I've already alluded to some ways that you can use it when I talked about the properties. However, when I get asked this question, my reply is always the same. If you want to become familiar with a hydrosol or any aromatic ingredient, you've got to use it. You make friends with it. And the beautiful thing about hydrosols is they're so safe. You can use one every day for a month in 10 different ways and not worry about becoming sensitized. So if your mission is to really become familiar with tea tree hydrosol, for example, since that's what we're talking about, take my course, get a book, 
uh, go online and do a search. Find out all the things you can about that particular hydrosol and then start to use it. Even if you're simply using it initially as a face spray, as a mist, to get familiar with the aroma. What does it feel like when it lands on your skin? Does it tingle? Is it cooling? How long does it take to dry on the skin? Perhaps add a little aloe vera gel with it and consider that as an option for wound care and burns, although lavender is really my go-to for burns. Do a compress with it. Start wearing tea tree hydrosol glasses and find all the different ways that you can use it. I promise you, if you do that even for a solid week every day, your understanding, your relationship with that hydrosol will deepen exponentially. Okay, so I'm going to wrap up this section with just a couple of really quick tips of different ways that you can use the hydrosol. Just to give you some ideas, uh, if you're going to start using the hydrosol, here's some things to think about. It's great as a gargle or a mouthwash. So if you've got a sore throat, you can gargle with... Actually, what I do is I use tea tree hydrosol and I put salt in it. So instead of water, I use tea tree hydrosol. That will help heal a sore throat. You can use it in a mouthwash for gum care, not necessarily for the freshest breath in the world for that. I would use peppermint hydrosol, but it is great for healing any kind of oral issues. For kids, you can put it in a diffuser in their room if they have got the sniffles. I already talked about how much I enjoy it with clay, but if someone has a has really oily skin or acne, another thing that you can do is make a face mask where you take just enough bentonite clay or French clay is actually better for acne skin, a little French green clay and add just enough hydrosol that you make a paste and then rub that into the skin and wash it off. And I would do that probably once a week. It's not my favorite insect repellent. People have used it that way, but I would use it as a base for an insect repellent. It's great if you have a yoga mat, use it to clean your yoga mat. Okay, I told you how I used it in my massage room. I sprayed the carpet with it. The same concept applies to your hairbrushes, to your combs. Spray those with the tea tree hydrosol. Aftershave, if you've got razor burn. Spray with a tea tree hydrosol to kind of help prevent it from getting infected. So there you've got some good ideas to get you started using tea tree hydrosol. Let me know if uh, you do use the hydrosol, ways that you use it, and the results that you've had. I'd be very interested to hear that. You can always write to me on my website, aromaticwisdominstitute.com forward slash contact. And now it's time for... Well, you know, it's time to smell my life. If you're brand new to the Aromatic Wisdom podcast, Smell My Life is just a little segment where I share some way in which I used aromatics in real world applications in my life. I recently reopened my massage practice on a very small scale. I'd been closed for some time and found that I really missed the human connection, especially after COVID. I actually missed the grounding experience that I get when I do a massage. I missed using my aromatics in so many different ways, therapeutically, energetically, aromatically. And I decided to go back and start seeing, as I said, a very few uh, clients. And the experience I had this week with using an essential oil 
Super easy one, and it's one I've done for years and years with my massage clients. If I see that someone has a wound, typically it will be a scratch. They might have a mosquito bite that's turned into a little scab. They might have, um, as was the case of this client, she'd had poison ivy that was now healed, but there was still a bit of a scab. And she probably had three or four spots like that on her legs. And I simply took a bottle of tea tree essential oil and dabbed that spot. So I did the massage and just took one drop and put it on the different spots of her legs where it was compromised in that she could avoid infection and is just a loving gesture to do for my clients. I would not massage her legs if she had a big open infection. I just want to make that clear. (laughs) These were just little scabs. And that was Smell My Life for this week. And now for Ask Liz, I got a real easy question this week that I'm happy to answer right here on the podcast. Kathy J is a listener in Portland, Oregon. Hello, Kathy. Kathy asked me, when you begin blending essential oils into a carrier to be used topically, what carrier do I recommend? Now, there can be a really long answer to that which would involve what is the purpose of the blend? What are you trying to accomplish therapeutically? What carrier would support that issue that you're trying to do? That's the long answer. And it's a more advanced practice or more advanced way to blend. For those of you who are starting out, or even if you aren't just starting out, I still recommend jojoba, jojoba, J-O-J-O-B-A. looks like jojoba. It's actually a wax, but we do call it jojoba oil or fractionated coconut oil. The reason I recommend those two is because they are pretty much safe for everyone and they have a very, very long shelf life. So you do not have to worry about them going rancid. Most vegetable oils have a shelf life and it can be short because they do go rancid when they oxidize when when you've had them around too long. So there you go. That's my answer for uh, Ask Liz. If you would like to send me a question, again, aromaticwisdominstitute.com forward slash contact. And that's a wrap for Aromatic Wisdom Institute podcast, episode 48, all about tea tree hydrosol. I hope this was helpful. I hope you learned a thing or two. And I hope that you now begin to use tea tree hydrosol in your life. If you have any questions for me, if you have any suggestions for episode topics you'd like me to cover, please feel free to write to me. I absolutely love hearing from all of you, and I so appreciate your being here with me on the podcast. Until next time, be happy, be well.
Thank you.